Hello, this is Daniel Gregory, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. This is episode 382 of the podcast. Hope you're having a wonderful week. Hope you're going to do something fun and creative out there. I also want to remind everybody that this fall, I'll be running the Meaningful Image Workshop again. It's an amazing, about a nine-month online workshop, which is all about understanding your own photography how you photograph, why you photograph, and how to connect deeply to the things that you photograph, and most importantly, how to articulate those. So if you're struggling for finding how to really take a big step forward in your photography, you kind of feel like you're not sure why you're photographing things, or you want to find more interesting ways of understanding why you photograph. Go ahead and check out that workshop. You can find out more information. Either email me at daniel at danieljgregory.com or Hit my website and you can read all about it up there, including some testimonials from some people who've taken the workshop in the past and gotten a lot out of it. This week, I wanted to talk about something that was sort of inspired out of the notion of improv. And when you do improv, there is a kind of a critical aspect of that process of not shutting down the conversation. And so you'll hear this a lot. You'll hear that in in improv, when something happens, it's followed up with a yes and. So it's a agreement and a continuation by using an and rather than using a but or a no or a reset kind of language. We're trying to continue the conversation going forward. It's what makes improv work because it is very challenging to actually do improv and continue a conversation moving forward so that you're able to continue to spring forward in an interesting way. Shutting down the conversation a lot of times is easier. It's a lot easier to say no or but or why something doesn't work. So that ongoing continuation, I think, is a really interesting aspect of improv. Out of that, I kind of came up with two different sort of processes or concepts that I think apply interestingly into our psychology of how we approach taking more interesting photographs. The first one is... I oftentimes hear people say this. I've said it myself. I think I probably do this more than I'd care to admit. But I'll grab the camera. I'll head out somewhere. And I'm going to go find something interesting to photograph. And that may lead me to wandering around a a couple of city blocks. Or maybe driving up and down some country roads. Or going to a place where I've hiked on trails before. And I'm just going to go out. And I'm going to find something interesting to photograph. As if there is this magical unicorn of coolness that exists out there somewhere in the world. And I'm going to find that I'm going to see that composition. I'm going to see that thing and I'm going to make a photograph of it. It's going to be more cool, more exciting and better than anything anybody else has ever photographed. That I think can be a challenge and it sets us up sort of like it does in improv where we head out with a very specific boxed in approach to what we're photographing. We don't have a lot of room to expand out of now having to find something interesting to photograph. That is different and distinct, I believe, from I'm going to find something interesting about this and photograph it. So the locus of control, so to speak, switches from finding something interesting to photograph to finding anything and then figuring out what is interesting about that to photograph. And that requires, I think, 
a little bit more of that improv inspiration. We have to continually be open to expanding how we're seeing, to expanding what we're looking at, to figuring out how do I take this thing that is in front of me, this scene, this object, this person, and how do I find what is interesting in my relationship to that so that I can photograph that? Finding something interesting or finding what is interesting. And those are that's a subtle shift in language. There's a subtle shift in the psychology of how we would approach making the photograph. But I think if you sit here and just think for a couple of minutes about your own photography, about your own approach to looking and seeing, that the photographs that have really sort of kind of wormed their way into your soul and your spirit as really good photographs, really interesting photographs, are the photographs where you found your own interest and uniqueness uh, as a possibility there, your own stamp, your own awareness of the thing you're photographing. You saw it in an interesting way. So again, it wasn't that you found an interesting subject. It's that you found an interesting way to express what you were seeing, feeling, thinking about that subject. And I think that's one of the things when we start to look back at the photographs that really sort of resonate, that's one of the things that can in many ways kind of encompass the experience we have in the photography. I think the other thing that does is it allows us to remove one of our common scapegoats out of making good photographs. Is I went out and I couldn't find something interesting. No, I just, I wasn't feeling it that day. I never really found anything to photograph. And yet, most of us would acknowledge that just by picking up the camera and going somewhere and starting to photograph, even if it's not things we're necessarily interested in, we end up in a much stronger position. We end up in a much better position of making photographs that, again, may not be the best photographs ever, but we're finding a unique way of seeing. And again, I think that's at the crux of photography is about helping us experience the world and see the world in an interesting way. The second point of this sort of notion of yes and that comes out of improv that relates to the photography and in some ways sort of relates to what we've just been talking about is the things that I know and the things that I don't know. And I think that's one of the same kind of mindsets when we're taking photographs is there's things that I know about things that I photograph and there's things that I don't know about things that I photograph. And one of the things that I find rather common is that many of us get trapped into photographing what we know. There's a comfort in staying within our box. We talked about that in the podcast last week, getting out of our comfort zone, getting into experiencing new things. That is similar to what we know. It is very easy, again, to step back into what I have knowledge of, what I know is going to make a good compositional photograph, what I know is going to make a good exposure for the photograph. What I don't know is what happens when I step out of that space? What happens when I push myself photographically into an area of uncertainty? As I push into that uncertainty, as I push into that area of what am I trying to explore? What am I trying to find out about this thing that I might photograph? What am I trying to learn about myself that I didn't know when I approached that photograph? If we come back into that language that was born out of improv, is I don't know this. 
Yes, I don't know this. And here's what I can do to learn more. I could read. I could take photographs. I could ask an expert. I could argue with people. I could do lots of things to try to fill in that gap. But if I come back and say, here's something I don't know, but I really don't have time to learn about it. But I can't do it. But I don't have the right equipment. But I haven't had the years of experience that I think are necessary to do that. But, 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 but. We get stuck in this inability to move forward. It lacks the expansion of allowing us to push the vision that we have forward. And I think that's the big crux for me on the difference between knowing and not knowing is the yes and nomenclature allows me to expand the possibility of my vision of seeing behind the camera. I don't know what I'm going to look at. And yet, by expanding what's possible, I might find something uniquely experiential that I can translate back into the photograph. And maybe that requires... HDR. Maybe that requires time lapse. Maybe that requires video. Maybe that requires fast exposures, short exposures. I don't know because, again, I need to expand the possibilities of the yes and into my photography. So when I come across that scene and I don't know what's going to happen, and I'm frustrated because I don't know what to photograph. That maybe that's an opportunity, again, to say yes, and I'm going to do something I normally wouldn't photograph. I normally wouldn't photograph this way or this method, or I'm going to try a completely upside down, backwards way of composing to compare how I normally do it, again, in an attempt to see uniquely. So that what I'm photographing, I'm again finding what's interesting about the thing that I'm photographing rather than relying on what I know to be interesting. And I think that subtle shift in how we approach what we photograph and why we photograph can make a huge difference in creating much more interesting images. And more importantly than that, it helps us create a much more interesting experience behind the camera. Because now we're, we're in many ways forced to think and to feel and to express what is different and uncertain about our approach to photography. And our learning comes from the newness. It comes out of what I didn't know yesterday that I now know today. And it becomes easy to get complicit. It becomes easy to get lazy in that approach. But that expansion, that opportunity to move the dialogue forward, I think is really critical in our approach. Thanks so much again for spending a little bit of time this week out of your very busy week to listen to the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Don't forget, if you're interested in any of the workshops, uh, check out my website. And there's still some spots available. If you want to hit the Palouse region in August, harvest season, the combines are going to be running. Beautiful weather. Got a great, great experience out there. Check out PCNW.org. Check out their summer workshops and you can register for that. Thanks again. And I will see you next week.